This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Hey there, families. Welcome to The Fresh Start Family Show. Today, we want to talk to you guys about the four categories of misbehavior and help you understand what's underneath your kiddos' (laughs) annoying behaviors. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just be real. Yeah. This is so helpful uh, for me because, you know, we talk a lot about, like, finding that, like, space uh, in between, you know, from when something happens to then what your reaction is, your stimulus to reaction. And analyzing what what's facing you and where it's coming from I think is so important to understanding where to go next so tell us about it. absolutely so so okay so to preface this I want want to give you guys a little funny example of why this is so important so we do a funny exercise when I teach in in in-person classes or do speaking engagements where we pretend like I, I'm a doctor. My name is Dr. Quackmore. Hello, nice to meet you all. And um, let's just pretend that you guys are coming into my office to meet me because you have an ailment. So we're going to pretend Terry is a um, patient coming in and then we'll make up somebody else too. So Terry, hi, I'm Dr. Quackmore. Oh, hello, Dr. Quackmore. Hi, nice to meet you. Um, so what's your ailment, dude? Uh, you know, my knee hurts. It's, uh, oh, yeah, you just had surgery. How are you doing with that? <laughs> you know, I, I'm i doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. But it, yeah, it's sore. What should I, you know, okay. what, what's going on? All right, well, you know, hold what should on. I do? Okay, got, yeah. got it. Sore knee. Sore knee. Okay, yes. all right. Well, I've got another patient over here. I'm going to ask them what their ailment is. Okay. Um, hello, patient. Nice to meet you. Hey, how's it, go- hey, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, what's your name? Uh, my name's Doug. Hey, Doug. <laughs> All right, what's your ailment, dude? Uh, you, you know, I got a runny nose. Oh, you have a runny nose. Yeah, that's why I sound like this. Okay, all right, cool. And then we got one more chick over here. She's a patient. So we got a sore knee on one dude, runny, no, runny nose on another dude, and then we got this chick over here. Hey, chick, nice to meet you. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> what's your name? Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. All right, what's your ailment? Oh, I got this headache, and it just won't go away. <laughs> All right, so headache, okay, got it. Runny nose and, and knee problem. All right, well, I'm a very wise doctor. So I think I'm going to take out all of your guys' gallbladder. And so if you want to schedule with my receptionist on your way out, I can get you all probably in early next week, and that will fix everything. You'll be just fine. Okay, got it? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Because the man, that gallbladder is probably what's weighing my knee down. I know, right? Yeah. All right, so, okay, funny little role play there, acting out, but patience, do you want to come see me next week? Oh, 
it, it, no, it seems, no, yeah, no, of yeah. course you don't, right? Does it, no. like, do you think me taking out your gallbladder is going to fix your knee from hurting and your nose from running and your head from hurting? It sounds like some medieval stuff, like back when they used to, like, put, like, leeches on people or, like, bleed them. Like, hey, let's just bleed you for a little bit. <laughs> that is such a great example. You're right. It's yeah. So, yes, of course it doesn't make sense, right? So this is what happens, though, in parenting when we apply just kind of the same toolkit that we all inherited, the fear, force, bribery, and rewards to the all misbehaviors. It just, it doesn't get to the root of the problem because we're doing the same thing no matter what our kid does when they misbehave. So like the classics, you know, we're like, you know, timeout, scolding, grounding, spanking, um, taking things away, um, yelling, all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, those are things we just, we know, you know how to do those. Um, but th- of course they're not going to, they don't address what's specifically going on with each kiddo when they're having misbehavior. And we are so passionate about getting to the root of the problem when it comes with kids. So that's what creates actual effective change within your family that's based on respect and compassion and kindness and grace um, and really does give parents great results but you have to you have to do a little bit of work to understand what's behind um, behind the misbehavior and so this all comes from Dr. Rudolf Dreikers which was a just an outstanding and incredible psychiatrist back um, mid-century he had a book named or called Children the Challenge that I believe was published in 1964. So he was kind of the founding, I like to call him like the grandfather of positive parenting. Um, so he helped us understand that there's four categories of misbehavior. So attention, revenge, I'm sorry, attention, power, revenge, and inadequacy or avoidance. And so the trippy thing about these four categories, parents, is that you figure out which category your kiddo is in, not by what they're doing, but by how you feel. So if your kiddo is doing attention misbehavior, you're going to feel irritated and annoyed. So you always always say these kids are like super charming, but they don't go away. (laughs) If your kiddo is in power, um, you're going to feel provoked and challenged. Like, Uh uh-uh, nope, you are not going to win this. I will win this. I am bigger. I am stronger. I am the parent. You will do what I say. Do you hear me? (laughs) And of course, many power kids are like, no. And so the thing with power kids, you guys have to remember, is they have a mistaken belief that that in order to feel powerful, they must overpower others. Often because that's what's been modeled to them. Oh, there's plenty of grown-ups out there that never got this work that are using their power in inappropriate ways. Yeah, because that's how that's how they learn to feel powerful, right? Mm-hmm. To like, you know, overpower other people. Uh, definitely a lot of that in the workplace. So, but when you look at true leaders, like true heroes, like Martin Luther King and yeah, they, they don't overpower. They lead with integrity. They 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 lead with true power. Anyways, we we sidetrack. All right, number three, revenge misbehavior. You are going to feel parents hurt, like someone stabbed you in the heart, or (laughs) like sometimes you physically are hurt, whether it's emotionally or physically. And often I find that there's some rage involved with that one. So anger, like you're going to blow your lid like a volcano. So kind of a mixture of hurt and angry. And so the, the sad thing about revenge misbehavior is often kids who get into this category. Um, and, and the thing to know guys is, is 
kids will often go around to different misbehaviors because they're learning, they're developing, they're growing. Remember that what's underneath all these misbehaviors is a desire to get their needs met. They're just trying to figure out how to get their needs met. They're not out to get us. They're not trying to push our buttons. They're just trying to figure out how to do this thing we call life. And so they will make mistakes as they do that. So the thing we want to do is we want to catch it early as early as possible and say, that's not how you get your need met. So kids who are doing revenge misbehavior often are trying to take care of themselves when they feel hurt, but they're doing it in an inappropriate way. And often they hurt back because that's often what's been modeled to them. Yeah. Super, it, it stings to hear that. But, you know, again, in, in, our, in our Bonfire monthly membership program, we're studying revenge this month. All together, just one lesson that kind of hones in on specifically what these misbehaviors are and what they look like and how to redirect them. Because revenge is kind of a crazy one. It's, it's cycl- cyclical, and you see it all over our, our culture. But it's a mistaken belief that when I feel hurt, I have to hurt others often because that's what's been modeled to me. But parents, you're going to feel hurt and angry. And then that last category is avoidance or inadequacy. And that's going to, you're going to feel pity, like you want to rescue your kid. So it's um, often you'll even hear like the tone of voice change where you're like, oh my gosh, come on, like, can't you just put your shoes on, Terry? Yeah. Oh. Uh, what's wrong? Like almost like what's wrong with you? And so kids that get into this one just feel like they can't do it. They feel incapable. They feel incompetent. They don't feel strong enough. Um, And this one, it looks a little bit more like withdrawn, quiet. Um, And again, but it's all in how you feel, parents. So... So with that one, you're going to feel pity and like a, like you almost want to rescue your kid. So we always encourage you uh, to check out the show notes uh, for each uh, episode of the podcast. But I think this one especially would be great to go to the show notes um, so that you can review or see those, um, you know, just to have it as a reminder of like, oh, I am feeling this way. That must mean there's this type of misbehavior going on then what do I do with that? Yes. And for this one specifically, I've created a free guide for you guys that you can download that gives you more details on these four categories of misbehavior. So make sure you grab that freebie and um, print that out, read through it, share it with your spouse and start kind of getting like, you know, inspector gadget on it. Um, Because it really, you will feel more effective and confident as a leader once you start with this area. Because what this, it's important to remember too that what, what you do, like what happens when you start to embrace this kind of understanding of what's at the root of your kid's, you know, misbehavior is you start to shift your mindset, mindset and remember that your kids are not out to get you. They just, they just aren't. I hear all the time from parents like, my kid knows how to push my buttons. My kid knows exactly what he's doing when he messes with his sister, right? Like, that's language we use all the time, right? But it's, it's just, it messes with us and our ability to guide and mentor and teach our kids. Because uh, imagine, like, if you were a teacher and you had a class full of students and you thought they were all just, like, in one second going to do something to tick you off because they're out to get you, like it would be really hard to teach them, right? Yeah. So instead you have a mind shift of like, oh, my kids are just in learning and they're going to make mistakes and I can guide them up and out and help them to make a different choice tomorrow based on what's going on for them. Yeah. And maybe another tweak 
that's uh, on, on that statement of like my kid knows how to push my buttons is like my kid is trying to communicate with me. Yes, they exactly. are. They, they're actually um, they're really good at getting my attention on this part of the communication. But this is not the way I want to communicate with them. And this is not the way I want them to communicate with other people in their lifetime. Exactly. So, so that's, that's where it's point. like, yeah. that's like, oh, okay. You know, the pushing the buttons thing makes it seem like it's period, end of sentence. They're annoying me. They should change. Why can't they change? It's like, oh, okay. Actually, you know, like you said, put on your inspector gadget, you know, hat and okay, what are we going to do with that now? Um, yes. Because okay, just so just wishing wishing point. your kids to change at that point, or being like, man, they're an, they're just annoying, or and they're trying to force them, or yeah, or trying to force or them, or scare them. Yeah, you, you you might end up in a stalemate. So yeah. what do you do now? Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
got your happy price, price line. I know. Okay, so this is such such a good point. So when it comes to, you know, addressing the whole like, all right, well, what what do we do with this, right? You have to remember, you guys, that we often are unknowingly helping our kids get their needs met when we meet them with these misbehaviors. So so let me tell you a little bit more about what I mean. So with it, so, okay, so our we, we talk a lot about how our children all have needs. And remember, guys, the need to, to get attention, you know, to feel attention from us, you know, they, especially when our kids are really young, we are like, they're heroes. They look up to us. Like we are everything to them. And so of course they want our attention. It's just a healthy need. Um, the need to feel powerful. It's a healthy need, you guys. Like, it's it's not something that's wrong when our kids want to feel powerful. Every single human being wants to feel powerful. Some of our kids have greater needs than others to feel powerful. And those kids, you have to remember, are our future leaders. How we mentor them and guide them is so important. But what happens is, like, say, for example, with attention, when we say let's just say we we react like a volcano and freak out like if you're trying to get my attention I'm on the phone Terry and I and I push mute and I turn around and I say stop it stop it you wait till I'm off the phone it's not okay right that's I'm still giving you attention yeah and I'm meeting you right where you are and I'm filling your need to get attention however that will create a dance that we do not want in our families. So now we get to analyze and think, oh, okay, I'm feeling irritated and annoyed right now. And we're not gonna get into exactly what to do. That's, you know, you can learn so much more through our coursework and our membership program about what to do once you know what category of misbehavior they're in. But the important thing is just to understand like, oh, my child, when they're tapping on my shoulder and I'm on the phone, I feel irritated and annoyed. So that means that they, they just want my attention. Mm-hmm. They're not out to get me. They're not trying to tick me off. They're not trying to be annoying. They're not entitled. They just want my attention because I'm like everything to them. And they don't quite know how to make their own macaroni and cheese yet or get their own juice. They're just trying to get their needs met. They just want my attention. So I can be at choice with how I respond. And I can be at choice in a way that I'm not going to fulfill that need bucket in the wrong way to get them into a dance. So power is another example where, let's say, you know, I ask my kiddo to put their shoes on and they say, no, I won't, you can't make me. And what am I gonna feel? Provoked and challenged, like, oh yes, I can make you. Yeah. I'm 130 pounds and you're 30. I can make you if I want to. That's a feeling of provoked and challenged, right? Like I'm bigger, I'm better. If I want to, I can scare you, I can hurt you. Like I'm bigger, like this unfair game and I will win. Um, But again, like when we do, when we engage in a power struggle, so what do we often say parents like, oh yes, I will. Don't talk back to me. And they say, well, I don't want, no, I'm not going to do it. We say, yes, you will or else, right? And then we up our game and bring in the fear and force. But basically what we're doing in that moment is we engage in a power struggle. And then that feels powerful to both sides. Like, it's very odd. (laughs) Yeah, this is a weird one to understand, but once you understand it, whoo. Yeah, it's called the joy of opposing. And it's like when you're locked in combat with somebody, whether it's a kid or your coworker or your spouse, you get into a dance where you're kind of just locked and you're dancing. And you don't, it comes to a point where you don't even care what you're fighting about. You're just, you're just locked in combat and no one's winning, but we call it the joy of opposing. We do a physical representation of what that looks like through a role play in the foundations course that you're like 
killer actor in the foundation <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, but that's a way of filling your kids' need to feel powerful in in a way that you don't want. Like, but it's an it's kind of an unconscious way before you learn about this. So then you get to go, okay, when my kiddo says no, I won't, and you can't make me. They're, they just want to feel powerful. They're often in toddler stages of life or, you know, any stage of life, kids often will dip down into this where they just they just want to feel powerful. They just want to have some areas in their life where they're in charge. And that's okay. They're tired of feeling less than, um, yeah. you know, a lot of times. They're tired. So we teach parents, like, all these different ways that you can respond to that that is of great integrity that actually helps them feel powerful in that moment, that fills up their bucket to need to feel powerful and doesn't embrace with this whole dance. So it's kind of like just, so what I'm trying to say here is remember that we are either going to fill our kids' needs in a healthy way or an unhealthy way, but either way, we are helping them get their needs met. And so it's kind of, it's kind of weird, but shifting it is so important. So when you shift it, you start to create healthier patterns and teach your kids like, it's okay that you have this need and it's not okay that you're, you're doing it, communicating it, communicate this, way. it this way. It's, yeah. it is, this is what you can do. These are all the ways that you can communicate it in a healthy way. Spot on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I hope that helps families. Um, I think when you download that free guide and go through it, you're gonna understand it even a little bit more. And remember, this is just kind of the beginning of, of getting, you know, getting to a place where you feel more confident on having choices on how to work with your kids. But it will take you slowing down and stepping to the side and moving into a more responsive pattern with your kids. Yeah, well, I know once I um, learned, you know, this concept of misbehavior and some of these categories, um, and I saw, um, in particular, our, our daughter Stella, how many times she went to this this power, um, yeah. you know, misbehavior, and then finding tools that I could use, um, you know, during those times, and then also filling her her bucket in times where we weren't in any kind of conflict at all, just knowing that like, or, or getting proactive, you know, ahead of it before it even happened to know that like, this kid really wants to feel powerful. This kid really wants to lead. This yeah. kid really wants to do this. Let me find ways to do that so that we don't end up in this like, you know, breaking point of, you know, her just flat out refusing to do something um, out of a need to feel powerful. And then me just saying like, yes, you will. Absolutely. You know, it's yeah. like the more I understood the the misbehavior, the more I understood her as just a human being. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that she was just trying to communicate and she just who, who wouldn't want to feel, you know, more powerful as, you know, a, a kid who's just always being told where to go, what to do. Um, no, not yet. You don't know how to do that. All these things, you know, so uh, in particular, it just with, with her, it really helped our relationship. It's changed everything. everything like yeah. even to this day, as we were sitting, you know, the sitter came this morning and we're having a cup of coffee, kind of planning out some episodes we wanted to record. It reminded me that it's always a work in progress. This is not like work that is like one and done. And our kids will shift around a little bit and have like they'll go into all these different misbehaviors you know, in life, but you, you will find that like some of your kids, many of your kids are going to stick to one 
often more than another throughout their life. Sometimes, not always. But with Stella, it's an example where this, that need for her to feel powerful is so, so big. And, um, and it's cool to think about what she's going to do with it in her life. I mean, she's already doing it. We're going to make sure we're going to record an episode. I'm not sure if it's going to have already launched or be after this one, but we're going to, we're going to share with you guys what we've done over the years to make sure we're honoring her and filling that need to feel powerful for her. Um, because there's, there's been some things that we haven't intentionally done and that we feel like looking back and, and looking at the present now really help her feel powerful in her daily walk um, so she doesn't have to kind of demand it everywhere out in the world so that's that's a good thing to remember parents is is like when you're when you acknowledge that your kid has some power misbehavior going on and you start to learn more about this work and and how to empower them in your home sometimes it can be scary because you're like is my kid gonna expect this out in the world like the world is gonna give them compliance statements. The world's not going to always give them a choice or, or, you know, meet them, meet them where they are. Like it's, it can, you can, your ego can turn this into like weakness or permissive work. And it's not. What we find is that the more we honor our kids in our homes and f- let them feel powerful in their homes and their life and their sports and their music, all these things, the less they demand it out in the world. Because again, that bucket is filled up. So you can imagine, and I see it all the time, how it happens the other way, right? Like when a kid is a power kid and often has a desire to feel powerful, but his parents don't quite understand yet how to give him more power and feel confident that they're doing a good thing, you see them out in the world demanding it. And it doesn't go well, right? Yeah. In classes, on play dates, in sports, and the misbehavior comes out all over the place because in the home, just, there's just no room for the kid to feel powerful at all. It's like my way or the highway yeah. all day long. Yeah, it's, um, you know, often when we've been like in a classroom setting talking about these different categories and, um, you know, people kind of put a label, I've got a power kid, you know, and there's like, you know, these hands that raise and, you know, eyes roll. And it seems like there's just such a huge burden to have a power kid. Well, hey there, families. This episode is brought to you by the freshstartfamilyonline.com free online masterclass, what to do when your kids say no. Five positive parenting tips to help gain cooperation and dissolve power struggles with integrity. Families, this is one of my favorite topics to teach on. We're going to cover how to gently guide your kids towards action, even when they don't want to move or do what's asked of them. Ways to see kids who push back a lot as incredible blessings and future leaders. I promise they really are. The importance of paradigm shifting with thoughts and beliefs about power-seeking misbehavior and how to implement a pause button or a heart connector to ignite creativity and model self-control. You can head to www.freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class. That's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class to save your spot. I will see you at class. Yeah, and it's it breaks my heart so much to see how many so-called Christian books there are about how to break a child's will. Because to me, it's such a gift from God when you have children that are blessed with this strong spirit and this desire to lead. 
Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Yeah, it, I just always encourage people to look at the long road here, um, you know, because you can flip this on its head. It, yeah. It's like what it can be the most frustrating, um, you know, tough thing about learning, you know, that your kid, oh my goodness, they just have this strong desire. They push to, back about everything. Yeah, they have this strong <laughs> desire just to just, be powerful. Just put on your shoes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so it can be super frustrating. But once you you start to go down this road of, you know, making this a lifestyle. Yeah, accepting and, it. And, and really um, learning more, uh, you know, some yeah. of this work. You actually can, can flip it on its head, like I was saying, to where like now I look at Stella and I... She's 11 now. Yeah. So she's 11. And I look at that power with pride and like just so much like I'm so glad that we didn't, you know, break that that will to or desire to feel powerful. I'm glad that we showed her what kind leadership looks like instead of just saying, you know, you're 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 being bossy. Don't be bossy. bossy. Don't do this. Don't do that. That's not going to work. Nope, I'm the boss. Nope, there's no other, you know, space or room for other opinions here or anything else. Just a reminder, families, we're not saying we do it perfect because we mess up all the time. Like, we try our best to honor her. And at the same time, like, there are 
it's it's still I think it's a difficult road when you are blessed with these type of strong-willed kids um, it, because it's difficult like we have many days where we do not honor that <laughs> and we're just like stop it stop oh, being yeah. like that like can't you just be easy going however what we're saying is that we have succeeded more than we have failed over the years, but we failure has been part of our learning. But we succeeded more than we failed once we became fluent in this work and we realized how important it was going to be to have a great relationship with her that will guide her to cooperate and have great behavior because she wants to, not because she's forced to, was this idea of embracing that she often has a strong desire to feel powerful. And that is a beautiful thing about her. Well, I understand her so much better. Yeah. We're able to find opportunities along the way, um, you know, through so many different ways to like now, like say like, hey, you, you know, here's an opportunity for leadership for you. Here's this yeah. for you. Here's this for you. And it really does like, she knows that we, we get her now and yeah. I understand her more. And then I have so much more confidence that like our navigation as a family unit and especially, you know, for her. I sleep at night knowing that she's going to be great. Like yeah. I don't fear teenagehood. I think the way yeah. some people yeah. do knowing that we've like, you know, we've, she's, she's harnessing what yeah. used to be viewed as an inconvenience. And now it's like, no, that's an amazing attribute. And yeah. I, so that's going to serve her in teenagehood. That's going to serve her as a, you know, a young adult when she, moves out of the house one day, I'm going to yeah. be like, you know what? Thank God I was gifted with a kid with uh, that much power. Yeah. 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 She, ha she has um, a really strong ability to, to step up and speak for what she believes in. And yeah. that is going to be a gift to the world too. We, we need kids who think outside the box, who are willing to stand up tall um, for what they believe in, the injustices in the world that they see, and often those are the power kids. So I often call them caught cactus kids too because they're kind of like they often are really hard to handle and they'll poke you. Like yeah. you could easily bloody yourself if you try to like move them in the wrong direction or in the like a way that is not going to work for a cactus. But they're beautiful, right? The world needs cacti. Like we, the cacti are beautiful. <laughs> you just got to make sure you're, yeah, we could talk all day. Well, and we are going to, so if anybody out there is kind of nodding your head or you're like, whoa, I think I, I, I get what you're saying here. Or maybe, you know, your kid has some of these same attributes. We're going to do a whole episode that's going to launch next month, um, about empowering the power kid. So, yeah. um, so we will get to talk, um, at length about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite subjects to talk yeah. about because it, it's really just changed our whole world. Um, but Taryn is a little bit more of an attention kid. I think he still has power misbehavior a lot because he's a strong, like he's, he has a strong desire to lead too. He just wants to lead in different ways. Like he wants nothing to do with the stage, um, but he just, he does still have a strong desire to lead, but I see more attention in his stuff. Yeah. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, getting to know you know, him and what he's really out for and how he's communicating it is a whole different little yeah. riddle to solve. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, we're, we're given these, um, these kids that, you know, are, you know, <laughs> this interesting mixture. It's, it's, it's such a trip how kids can be like a little bit like mom, yeah. a little bit like me. And then sometimes you get something, you're like, who's that? You're like, Oh, that's kind of like your aunt. Yeah. Or, or that's uncle. like, or that's <laughs> Or, 
or I don't know where this is coming from, but it's, um, it's an interesting little riddle to solve so that you can, um, learn how to communicate better with them, have, um, you know, more meaningful relationships. And then I think at the end of the day too, it's like respect, you know, we're all, you know, I, I think we're looking for respect and this is, you know, this is that, you know, kind and firm. Kind and modeling. Of, like if you want your kids to be respectful, yeah. be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> it's and so think, easy, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. And I think both, both of, um, you know, whatever kind of, you know, kid or misbehavior you're, you're dealing with, just exercising some of these tools and, and learning um, new tools and ways to deal with things, that's already a form of respect. It's showing yeah. that you actually care um, enough to learn another way to do things, especially if what you're doing right now doesn't seem to be working or it doesn't feel yeah. good or you're not sleeping well at night after yeah. the way Regret. that, yeah, the way that you've dealt with things. Yeah. And it ought, yeah, it's a good point. Cause it, it really, it often is a sacrifice. You're going to have to take some time to, you know, not watch as much Netflix or go to bed an hour later and be a little bit more tired the next day or, you know, not scroll to social media at night to get through some of this coursework that'll educate you on how to understand these concepts in a deeper capacity so you can actually apply them. It doesn't just happen, right? It's not just like a magic pill where like you read something and then you're like, okay, killer. Like we get it. Like I I found in my own journey that it took a lot of learning for me. Like I would hear these concepts and then I was still confused out when I would be triggered by a misbehavior. So just know that it takes practice. Get yourself into some learning um, and just just have grace and patience with yourself and your kids. And, you know, the other, we talk a lot about power. We've talked a lot about revenge this month in, you know, as, because that's what we're studying inside of my Bonfire membership group. But inadequacy misbehaviors, you know, and avoidance, they come up a lot too, right? Those are like, we've seen our kids have those. Um, you'll see them a lot with like when your kid's learning how to read or when they're trying to do a new task, like riding a bike or tie a shoe. Or or we saw it with our son where um, they, you know, he didn't want to go to school and he thought like he, he didn't want us, he didn't want to leave us. Like he was very scared by us leaving him the last, started the last six months of preschool and the really like a year and a half, the first year and a half of elementary school, we swear. It's because we, we try, I tried to get him to watch ET. I swear that's the root. And he got so freaked out when the ET's parents left him. And I swear to you, that's when it all flipping started. (laughs) Biggest mistake of my life. your kids watch ET too young but that one you definitely dip down into like just wanting to rescue them and have pity for them but it's actually like the last thing that our kids need when they're in the that category is for us to rescue them they actually need us to hold them in the light so to speak when they can't hold themselves for us to believe in their capableness when they don't believe in it themselves and so we have so many things that we work with parents to help them get their kids up and out of that misbehavior um, to a better place. But it all starts with that feeling of like, oh no, I feel so bad for my kid. I, I, if, I just, if I just do this or switch schools or, or make, you know, don't pull them out of preschool, everything will be okay. But it's actually like, they just are in a, a little bit of a feeling like they can't do it, which all right. kids will go through. Um, so yeah, four categories of misbehavior, attention, power, 
revenge and inadequacy or avoidance. So I hope that helps families at least get you a little, you know, overview, bird's eye view of how we look at it and how we address um, misbehavior in the work of positive parenting. And we'll get, we'll definitely bring you some more details about each of those in future episodes. Thanks for tuning in and investing in your family. Um, just showing that you're, you're curious is a great first step. Um, can't encourage you enough to, to get into the coursework foundations course um, and just continue down the path of um, just forming better relationships. Yeah. Yeah. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, discipline toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.